death hadn't come quickly. There were so many stab wounds, most of them shallow. Painful, but not fatal. At least not immediately. The once white shirt was almost completely red, glistening here and there where the blood was still wet, darkened to a rusty crimson where it had begun to dry. And the garment was ripped and torn, like the pants, both riddled with those knife slashes of fury. Rage. So much rage. She heard a whimpering sound, and for an instant the hairs on the back of her neck rose in the terrifying idea that the dead could make pitiful noises like that. But then she realized the sound came from her own throat, from deep inside where there was no language, only primitive horror. My fault. My fault. I did it. That's what her mind kept saying, over and over, dully, like a litany, while from the depths of her soul that wordless whimper quavered like some creature lost and in pain. She looked around almost blindly, trying not to see the blood, the rage, and the hate, and a glint of something metallic abruptly caught her eye. She focused on that, Silver, a silver chain with a heart-shaped locket lying near the body, just inches from the blood-stained fingers. It took her several long seconds to recognize and understand what she was seeing. Silver chain, locket, silver chain, locket. No, she whispered. Numbly, she looked down again and saw the finger of blood turn suddenly, curl toward her with determination, and before she could move, it touched the pale toe of her party shoe. The thin material soaked up the blood quickly, the scarlet stain spreading, wrapping her shrinking flesh. My fault, my fault, I did it. She moaned and lifted shaking hands to cover her face, unable to watch an instant longer, waiting for the blood to cover her foot and then begin to inch up her bare leg, defying gravity in its determination to swallow her. She waited for that cold, wet sensation, but it never came. The silence closed over her, thick and curiously muffled, the way a snowy morning sounded when the earth was insulated by inches of the white stuff. She realized she was listening intently, waiting for... something. It was worse not seeing. Her imagination saw more than the blood reaching out for her, saw a bloody hand, an accusing face streaked with scarlet lifting toward her, suffering eyes filled with condemnation. She gasped, and jerked her hands away from her face. There was no body, no blood, no violently disturbed room. She stared around at a room that looked as it always did, spare and a little shabby, the floral fabrics on the couch and at the windows faded by time, and the sun, the rag rugs a cheerful attempt to bring in color and hide the bad places on the old wooden floor, She looked down to find her party shoe, 
pristine. Not marked by blood or even dirt, because she'd been so careful, so determined to look her best tonight. To be perfect. Very slowly, she backed out of the house. She gave the undisturbed room another long look, then pulled the door closed with a hand that wouldn't stop shaking. She stood on the porch, staring at the door, and slowly, the whimper deep in her throat bubbled into a laugh. Once it started, she couldn't stop it. Like something with a life of its own, it flowed out of her, the sound of it high, so high she was sure it would fall to the hard wooden porch and break into a million pieces any second. She clapped her hand over her mouth, and still the laughter bubbled out until her throat...